0: To episode eighty-three of Across the Bond. my name is David Ashbaugh. As always, joined by my co-host Sixten Funquest. And Sixten, it has been a while since we've been able to record, so we have quite a little bit to uh, catch up on with uh, the playoffs yeah. well
1: underway. We, yeah, I uh, don't know what happened. Really, life kind of intervened in uh, in many ways. Uh, kids have been ill. I bought a house. Um, yeah, stuff like that, stuff like that. I guess yeah so it's How been almost, it? it's almost been like... two
0: weeks uh been doing good actually have been working a lot actually and uh but I'm looking forward to a concert on Tuesday here in town uh Swedish power metal band Sabaton is coming to Linköping, so I'm going to see them which should be a lot of fun is this your first time seeing them no I saw them in Stockholm just before the pandemic actually
1: oh okay I've seen I've seen him like six times and we were talking before the recording that I didn't get a ticket but uh this time around but uh I'm, I'll make sure to catch them next time. I haven't actually listened to their latest album yet, um, unfortunately. It's it's pretty good. It's not as good as the last one, but still pretty good. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I'll give it a listen. I don't know when, honestly. <laughs> Life is so hectic. <sighs> oh, Jesus.
0: But anyway. uh, yeah, we have a lot to catch up on. Obviously, um, you know the uh, the play in round has concluded. We should start with the
1: qualification, maybe. Because that's uh, done.
0: Well, yeah, the qualification and the the, the relegation, relegation right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, I mean, the qualification round actually offered a couple of pretty good series. Um, the uh, the Lexan Oscar Sham series was absolutely fantastic, and it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and Oscar Schum coming away with a bit of an upset there, and uh, and pushing into the uh, into the quarterfinals.
1: So good for them. Yeah, uh, Oscar Schum, and they went berserk in the first game as well. But I think they're. I spoke to, I did one of those, you know, at the SHL website, we do head-to-head interviews prior to every, like, matchup, And I spoke to Kim Ruhlstahl of Sam. And the funny thing is, when you talk to someone or when you listen to anyone talking uh, within the Sam kind of organization, it's the same thing that, yeah, people don't believe in what we do, but we do. And that's the most important thing. And they just, they just go. They don't care. And I, there's no... I guess the equivalent would be, in a much smaller scale, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights kind of thing, the misfits kind of finding their way, and uh, I have massive respect for what Oscar Sam is doing here. But uh, and they they started with the win against uh, against Roda but yeah, they're on the raw island of the deal now, and I don't think they're going to come back here.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. You know, they, they've had a couple of tough games, especially that last one. They lost a uh, 4-1 against Rogla. But that first game, you, you really kind of saw the potential that they had to play against the top team in the league because, I mean, it was a really close, really tight game. And Sham played an absolutely amazing 60 minutes away from home. Um, and, you know, it also goes to show how they can bounce back because, you know, in the third period, Rogla was able to tie it up early in the frame. And then just a couple of minutes later, Oscar retook the lead, and uh, with what would uh, eventually be the game-winning goal of winning just two-one, hanging on for that that tight win in game. Number one was was huge for Oscar
1: Sham. Yeah, that's true. Actually, um, I don't think anybody
0: probably expected Oscar Shum to even win a game this series. Uh, so, uh, let alone one away from home. So,
1: dude, I don't think anyone expected Oscar Sham to beat Lexan.
0: No, exactly. So, so you know they they they've got basically nothing to lose at this point, and everything no. to play for. So.
1: And that—that's literally what Rostov said as well. We don't—we have absolutely everything to win here, and uh, yeah. I mean, at I'm this point, I, I
0: feel like they can already consider this playoffs a, a successful playoff run. Hell having, yeah, having beat having beat Lexa.
1: Hell yeah. Um, the problem would be, I guess, uh, the question mark that is Joe Canada. I'm—I'm not sure. Team Jewel will kind of, you know, hold the fort throughout the series if they are to win it. I'm not doubting Team Jewel's capabilities as a, as a goalie, quite the opposite rather, but he's getting a lot of work here and they don't have a backup.
0: Yeah. I mean, Joe Cannot in that first game against Rogo was just unbelievable. He played so well, turned 33 out of the 34 shots he faced away. And so, uh, yeah, he you know canada throughout the season has looked shaky at times but that first game was it, it really was a, a quite a performance from Kanada between the pipes
1: yeah and uh, i i was working the second game between between oscar Salmon and, and there was a shot of canada in the stands and he was like uh, resting his arm in a very unnatural position so i'm I, i'm not i couldn't see any cast or anything but uh, maybe an arm brace or something so we'll see it's uh i don't think we'll see him tomorrow oh tonight tonight rather sorry they're not playing tomorrow
0: yeah so that that could Um, potentially be a big blow for oscar shan but uh yeah, yeah you know i always like rooting for the underdogs so i'm i'm pulling for them for sure
1: yeah in a way yeah but at the same time it would be kind of cool to see Rugda go all the way given their you know step-by-step building towards some some sort of dominance in the league right now and if they could kind of crown it with a with a title this year and the championship that would be quite spectacular given yeah. where they came from when the Abbott brothers kind of took over so
0: yeah absolutely uh,
1: it's been a steady time
0: but uh, we should also obviously talk about the relegation series, which did not turn out the way I think anybody really expected it to. Nope. Both, both you and me were kind of, you know, singing your Gordon's praises heading into the relegation series, and Timmer came in and uh, uh, just kind of shut up all their critics, uh, coming away with yeah. a four nothing series sweep against your Gordon to punch their ticket to the SHL next season. And of course, that means your Gordon going to be playing in Hockey Svenskin for the first time since 2013. And just the third Hockey Elfvenskan season for garden I believe, in their club history since at least 95, 96, I believe.
1: Yeah. Um, Tim R- I was kind of surprised when Tim R- fired Fredrik Anderson from the head co- head coaching position right before the qualification or relegation series, rather. Uh, but it turned out to be a great move because uh, Anders – what's his name? Anders Jesus. I'm blanking. god Can't damn <clears throat> No. Uh I'm some, sorry any team row fans out there I'm Anders Goddamn. I'm just, god damn. I'm, I, I'm actually googling his name now. <laughs> Jesus. Carlson. Anders Carlson. There you go. Yes. The most genetic Swedish name ever. Um generic rather. Um no, they turned out to be great. I mean, the first line of, of Team Roy is probably one of the best lines in the SHL, which tells you a lot of things, really, about the rest of the team. But um whenever you were going and kind of got a you know, got a goal against, they just they, they there were no comeback, there were no fight, there were no it it didn't
0: look like a team that it was, was desperate to win. It didn't no, look like th- a team that cared about whether or not they were get it, going to get relegated, and you could see the complete opposite from timro they were out there yeah. game in game out 110% they were collective energetic they 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 had the you know the the mindset of okay we need to win this this is what needs to happen and i just did not see that from Your garden at at all
1: Jurgården honestly looked like a bunch of players with their minds on the next season where they're going to be playing because i'm guessing quite a few of them already had deals done uh, i'm not going to name any names but we obviously know a couple of players that were to, were to move on and some of them looked like, yeah, yeah, I don't care, I'm, I'm leaving, so fuck this. R- Honestly, it really did look like that. Yeah, which uh... And, uh, I'm going to name one player, and that's Marcus Sorensen, because well, yeah, everybody captain, knows
0: he's, he's going to Switzerland.
1: Yeah, and as a team captain, you cannot be, you have to lead by example, and someone who did that was Ludwig felt, But you know, Mark, I don't think Marcus Sorensen did one single post-game interview during the whole series, and. Yeah, after they've been relegated I can kind of understand it, but yeah, you're the captain man. You're you you are the for- forefront here. It's it's beyond me how they could pick him as a captain because he didn't he didn't lead by example. He played for himself. He yeah, it's a cluster f to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's a tough situation in Stockholm for for your Gordon and obviously they're going to have a tough time getting back into the league because I mean when it comes to hockey, El-Svenskin, there there are some very competitive teams as, as we're seeing in the playoffs right now as well. So, um, yeah. so yeah, it's, uh, it's tough, tough for, for your Gordon and their fans, obviously, but Hey, <laughs> hats off to Timra. Like I said, just blown yeah. blowing their critics out of the water um, to both of us were kind of critical of them. So they, oh, they, yeah. they, they kind of shut us up. So it was an absolutely perfect series played by Timra uh, to uh, yeah punch the ticket. And, and they've signed the a couple spot. of players after that. Yeah, they did. And um, uh, uh, who am I thinking of right now? Hynek Zahorna. No.
1: No. Anton Lander.
0: No, no, no. The, the one that scored like basically all the goals for Tim
1: Robin Hansel.
0: Robin Hansel. That's the one. They re-signed Robin Hansel.
1: Yeah, they did that. They signed. Hang on. They extended Hansel. They got... Oh, they're rumored to be losing Jens Löke. That's a bit of a shocker. They extended Jakob twist. They confirmed their arrival of Anton Lander. And there's, uh, there's a, a rumor rum-
0: that Emil Pedersen will be joining them as well.
1: Yes, and Anton Vedin.
0: So that's, uh,
1: that- and that's some real firepower Jonathan there. If all- Dude, there's a rumor Jonathan Dahlen is joining them. Really?
0: Yes. Okay, so that, I mean, if they are able to sign those all those rumored players, uh, Timur might be a team to compete with next year.
1: Well, they have the first, the first, one of the best first lines uh, in the hockey right now. And if they use, lose Jens Lurke, yeah, Anton Landers, probably, if not equal, he's at least equal, probably a slight upgrade, I'd say, honestly. Yep. Um, and if you get Emil Pedersen, and if you get Anton Vedin, and if you get, Jesus Christ,
0: man. Jonathan Dahlin. But...
1: Yeah, but they, they extended Nolan Sajak as well. Um, no, hang on. Yeah, they did. Uh, the thing is, they need to kind of improve D, I guess, and probably get a better goalie to compete with Jacob Johansson because, as we said all along, Raya Mack is not an SHL goalie. So if they can land, I don't know, a bewildered Swedish AHL goalie or someone coming over from the K, hey, you're in business. Yeah, Exactly. Uh moving. And on. Probably, honestly, probably they, they could probably get one or two players from Eurogarden.
0: Yeah, probably. I would I, I wouldn't doubt that actually.
1: No. And maybe, there are maybe few...
0: uh, maybe look at Rhett Rakshani. He's always liking to oh yeah
1: <laughs> m- move
0: move around the country. He's played for oh, like, yeah, we six teams about. now. <laughs> but uh yeah, so uh, things are looking good for Timor.
1: Yeah. Are we moving back to the uh, playoffs? Because I want to talk about the Lulu. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes and obviously uh Arebro coming to win with their qualification uh, series um
1: playing against who did they play against again Rinas. Rinas Yeah. yeah so before we go into this uh, this series of matches or the this uh, yeah matchup how many shutouts ha- has there been in the playoffs so far how many shutouts yeah
0: um one yeah yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember many, at least.
1: It's uh, Vinny Vevelainen against Erbru, actually. Um, but so uh, uh, Enroth is still there. He has six shout-outs to his name this season. Uh, Joe, Joe LaZenante is still there. He has four. We've got Strauss Mann and Gustav Lindvall with three. Dominic Furch has three. I wonder if we'll see a shout-out maybe in the coming days here.
0: Um, I wouldn't. Uh, you know what? If I was a betting man, I'd put it on LaZenante or Enroth.
1: Yeah, probably. They're low-scoring affairs, and uh, they're quite close-combat uh, hockey. Uh, I like that matchup. I really do. It's really fun to watch. Uh, yeah, and Lazenotti
0: time... has been playing so well in, in that light series out, so light far. Lights out, for sure. Unbelievable. He's only given up three goals in, in, in the uh, first three games. So
1: What? Oh, yeah, he has. No, has he?
0: No, sorry, four, four goals. Four,
1: four, yeah, four. One but of still... which
0: was in overtime, which is a bit of a rough one, but yeah, still giving up four goals in just three playoff games is uh, is quite the accomplishment so
1: yeah he's a he's a beast and uh, and Roth's is obviously a beast as well but i th- what what where do you, should we actually predict this should we do some sort of predictions and we need to revisit our yeah our,
0: yeah, our predictions uh, we i, I don't <laughs> have that list in front of me we can do that next episode but yeah uh yeah i mean we're already Deep, or deep into these these series, uh, all yeah, of a bit which are, are two to one. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I I, I could see Orebro Lulio going the distance with Lulio coming away with a win in game seven for sure.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's a pivotal game uh, tonight. Yeah, tonight. Jesus, I'm, I'm completely lost for days. But yeah, uh, Linus Olmark is actually on a, on an 11-game point streak um wow. which is decent uh, he's had 22 points to his name um during that span but i think if lulio takes this one it's in, it's being played in our we should mention uh, i think i think there's no turning back i think it'll end for one so if herbro wins tonight maybe we'll see this going the distance but i would say uh, the advantage to lulio no matter what
0: yeah yeah absolutely um, Oscar Sham Rogla. I could see Oscar Sham stealing at least one more win. So I'm gonna say in six. Nope. in five. You think you think that the Oscar Sham is done? Yeah. No more.
1: They're gonna. I think I think honestly, I think Rogers are going to shell them tonight. I, I that's my I'm not predicting I, that's what I think. I think they're they have another gear, and I'm not sure that the Oscar Sham D will be able to keep, to keep up because. You could kind of see it. I I didn't see that a third. I didn't watch the third game, but I saw in the in the second game you could see when going to get their legs going. Their D the the D of Oscar they don't have that experience. You know they do stick theirs get their sticks out or do that kind of unnecessary cross check in the corner and it'll cost them. They have to be better. Uh, using their legs better. And if they do, maybe they can keep up. But I I think Grogu really, there are maybe at least one or two sizes too big for, for Oscar here.
0: Fair enough. Um, I think uh, Farystad-Halefti is going to go the distance as well. A, a little bit surprising that Farystad actually has the series lead right now, uh, leading Halefti 2-1 to one after such a dominant performance from Halefti in the uh, the regular season. Um, yeah.
1: And they, there's one player they could thank a little bit extra there, and that's Dominic furch he has 92 saves to his name in the span of three games. No other goalie with, uh, well, actually, Team Jewel and uh, and Enroth has above 100, 100, but they have played more than uh, twice as much, uh, twice as many games as as Furch. So Furch is the one goalie with the most saves in the entire quarter uh, quarterfinals. And they're getting shelled. They are. And yeah. if they can push their game up, they need to raise, you know, move the. Uh, They need to start defending further away from their own net to be able to kind of take the game to Kaleftio because they're getting caved right now.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they've all been tight games as well. They've all been one-goal games. It was a 2-1 win for Faryostad, a 4-3 win for Faryostad. And then I believe it was, yeah, a 3-2 win for Halefti in the last game. And so obviously that was a big one for Halefti because going down 3-0 in an SHL series is basically a death sentence. No team has ever come back from that that deficit. So that was a big win on uh, Tuesday night, last night, for Halefti with 3-2 against Fari's dead. So I think they're going to come back, and I think we're going to see a seven-game series between those two.
1: I think they're going to come back. I, I would agree with that, and I think Halefti are the, one to, the, the team to qualify here.
0: I, I agree. And then the only real lopsided series, which is yeah. a little bit of a surprising one, honestly, is for Lunda with the three nothing series lead over the Lakers. All three victories for Lunda coming in overtime, and so the Lakers yeah. just—they don't have the finishing touch. Uh, I don't no. know what's going on, but they all that, three games they've lost in in extra time.
1: That's despite Ricard a hat trick last time around. So, um, So I don't know.
0: The defending champions on the verge of getting knocked out in the quarterfinals, which I think uh, would be obviously pretty disappointing for them.
1: Yeah, they're against the ropes, and uh, I don't know what to say. Out of the seven meetings between the two teams this season, five have gone to overtime. And uh, I fully expect another one tomorrow, which I'll be working. Yay! Um, No, for Lunda, they're outsmarting i gotta say they're sure they're not you know uh shelling them or even scoring lopsided but they're they're outplaying them from time to time and there's yeah they're outsmarting their opponent. i that there's no other way to kind of put it i guess
0: it's a it's a high scoring series too there's there's a yeah. lot of goals every game there's you know those a, a couple of four three victories for for London and and a, a three two victory i believe no a five yeah. four victory.
1: Oh yeah, that's true.
0: So two seven goal games and a nine goal game. So they're, they're, we're getting a lot of action out of that series, at least that's for sure.
1: <laughs> we are, we are, yeah. And I, I'm not saying it's the moral final of the of the uh, of the season, but it's a fun matchup, and I wouldn't, I wasn't expecting expecting it to be this lopsided. Obviously, we all know the the kind of preamble to the game. We becca need need a win. They need to uh, save their season, and maybe they can go right away to get one. But for Luna, they uh, they can play without any sort of pressure. And uh, I'm, I'm 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 rather surprised. I really am. Yeah, yeah. So am I. <laughs> But yeah, I guess for the, I mean, there's like you just said, there's no team has come back from the three nothing deficit. So
0: yeah, so it's a bit surprising there, but I wanted to actually touch on uh, um, some some individual players because Rodrigo yeah. Abels is having himself a hell of a postseason so far. He's got <laughs> six <laughs> goals and three assists. I believe he scored a goal in all but one playoff game so far this all but two this, all but two. So yeah, because he's without a goal
1: in two games i think yeah
0: but uh yeah by far in away the the most offensively capable player so far in the postseason he's got nine points so far compared
1: to uh we got three players with six points as well so we should mention he's been playing six games as well so yes uh because he played the playing round but still impressive stats nonetheless and uh He's had 19 shots on goal, which is uh, a lot in six games. Hmm. I wasn't quite counting on that. Also, Andreas Borgman of Frolunda has had 16 shots on goal in three games. No goal. Wow. From uh, that's a defensive uh, from from a D-man position as well. So yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, like you said, obviously um, Abels has six games played, but we have a couple players with six points in three games played. Oli Excel for the Lakers has two goals and four assists, and then Linus Omar has one goal and five assists in just three games played. So they're, both those guys are a, a two point per game player right now.
1: Yeah, and like I said, Omark on the eleven game point streak, which is uh, beyond comparison right now, and he's. I don't think I've ever seen him that good because he's, you you know, when he's out there, he's there's bound to be a chance. I don't, I was watching the, uh, no, actually rather, I was working the, uh, uh, let's see the game prior to this one, maybe. No, the, uh, which was hang on Friday, Saturday, maybe. No, Jesus Christ. When did I work last time? The 5-1 game. Yes, it's, that's the one. It's so hard to Do the playoffs say,
0: because there's games every night. So it's hard to remember which one you were
1: working because there's so much dude, hockey going on right now. I don't even know what day is the, It's Wednesday today, is it? It is Wednesday. Oh, huh, there you go. How about that? Yeah, I was working the 5-1 game. I, whenever Lulio had a chance, he's out there. Whenever they're in the offensive uh, zone, he's out there. And my God, he's so good. Okay, pop quiz. Yes. Oh, no who <laughs> who's
0: averaging the most time on ice in the postseason and how long are they playing on average
1: I would say Gustav backstrom you would be wrong oh well, what what team uh the Lakers the lakers
0: yeah uh, uh, uh. Old okay. no person yeah there you go and how 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 much time on ice per game is he averaging <sighs>
1: Twenty-two minutes, fifty-one seconds.
0: Twenty-eight minutes, fifty-four seconds. Jesus Christ! He's averaging almost half a hockey game. What? Yeah, twenty-eight minutes and fifty-four seconds of average. Oh yeah, person. Uh,
1: They've all gone to overtime. I didn't think about that. Oh yeah,
0: that makes sense. But still, that is an insane time on ice average. Yes.
1: Yes. That. Hang on. Eric Gustafsson, Lulio's only played one overtime game and he's still averaging 26 minutes (laughs) 55 seconds.
0: That's pretty impressive.
1: The guy is a machine. Honestly, Sammy Depp is 26 minutes 43 seconds. That's also quite impressive for a 105-year-old, I guess. (laughs) He's 37. He's actually as old as I am.
0: (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's uh, Joel Person is definitely uh, earning his paycheck this postseason, that's for sure.
1: Speaking of Joel Person, I actually talked to him a couple of days ago for the SHL spotlight series. So there will be an article in English on the SHL website in a couple of weeks, I guess, uh, with Joel Person. So look out for that one. Oh, awesome. It was, oh, a great, uh, yeah, it was a great guy. Yeah, he was really fun to talk to. That's He's awesome. had one hell of a career as well. He moved from Hockey onto to the NHL in like three years.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a pretty crazy actually career path that he's gone. and he also had uh, a, a brief appearance in the NHL as well.
1: Yeah, so just I literally just said the NHL.
0: Oh, sorry, I thought you said the SHL. Jesus, <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a crazy career path. The guy's just come out of nowhere, like me to deal yeah. with the devil or something.
1: I guess <laughs> I, I didn't. I I, I couldn't bear, uh, or rather, dare asking him, but I'm, I'm guessing so. Yeah,
0: but yeah, so. Um... Um... Postseason obviously well underway. Uh, some some surprises. Some some good series so far. Um, it's it's been fun to watch. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, what I'm kind of surprised about, uh, aside from the lack of shutouts, is actually the quality of, of of play. It's it's quite high. There's not a lot. There's you know, greedy hockey, but it's for the most part quite clean. Yeah, uh, there, there are some, you know, fallouts. We're, and uh, there's a
0: bit of chippiness, actually, in the, in yeah. the Oscar Oscar Lexan series that dude uh,
1: the rug. No, sorry. The Lulio uh, is quite chippy as well. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's nice to see that kind of emotion coming into the games, obviously. And uh, especially we're going to get more of that as the series go on. You know, you end up playing yeah. six, seven games against the same team in a row. It's uh, bound to get some get some heat on that uh, series, on those series. So, Yeah. Uh, Should we do some news? Yes, we have quite a bit of player news, actually.
1: Yeah, Um, your your friend Patrick Sackerson has extended uh, his deal with Lexan through the 2024-25 season, uh, which would make him turn 38 by the end of that deal, so good for him. Jesus!
0: Yeah, that's a a big deal.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing it's not cheap, but uh, he's made his money, so good for him. Um... Do, 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 do. there's
0: a there was a lot of movement in uh lynchoping this past week
1: oh yeah um, go through them all
0: yeah so they announced this week that four players david rowdy robert Mamchits, Mamchits. i don't know how do you pronounce that last name uh jimmy anderson and brian gibbons all confirmed to not be returning to the club next season um i mean really the only big one there is is jimmy anderson who's been with the team for for a number of years
1: Yeah. Uh, but you know, he, you could kind of see him fade away from the SHL standard. Honestly, uh, he's a great guy. He's, he really is, but um, I think it was time to move on.
0: Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, where he ends up because like I said, he's been with the team for a number of years, but at the same time, he's, you know, he's 32 years old. So he is coming into, I guess, the twilight of his career, but, um, Let's see. I just got his elite prospects page. Yeah, he's been with the team since 2017, 2018. So six seasons with with shopping uh, Yeah, well, five seasons actually, and uh, he he did spend some time with uh, Vita Heston in Hockey Svenskin this season yes. as well.
1: He played with them before joining shopping I remember, I believe so. Yeah.
0: So maybe, maybe he might be going back <laughs> there for for next season. I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, but they have also announced that they've uh, signed some young prospects to try and uh, improve their future team as uh, they signed a trio of players. Jonathan Mierenberg, Matthias Havalid, and uh, Philip Bystead all signed rookie contracts with, uh, with LHC after all hitting their, their 100 minute mark this season. Um, yes. For, uh, those of you I... that, uh, for those of you that don't know, in the NHL, obviously, for a rookie contract, it's 10 games played. In, in the SHL, it's 100 minutes played. So uh, all three of these guys hit, hit that mark this season.
1: Yes. And uh, the one that kind of stands out to me is heavily uh, He's playing with a poise I haven't seen in quite some time as a young D-man. He's got some pedigree. Obviously, his father is Niklas Havalid, And uh, we all know his uh, pretty, uh, pretty decent career. Um, yeah, I kind of like this. The the thing that I would like to see from Lyn shopping going forward now is they need you know spearhead signings now um, no no like middle six players they need they need players to carry the team offensively maybe defensively as well um, we all know that Marcus Hogberg is the go to guy in in net so there's no problem there but they need more spearheads everywhere. Um, because, honestly, offensively, Tim is the better team. And I would be, if HV71 makes it up to the SHL or gets promoted, rather, uh, they won't be uh, sitting back. And they will be signing, I would assume, quite a few top names. So yeah. the time to kind of get things going is now. And I wonder how much money Linköping has to kind of spend.
0: Yeah. But uh, here, here's something kind of fun. 6 um, 10. Mm-hmm. Mat- Matthias Havillet has a, a twin brother. Yeah, that's true. And he is a goalie for the Lin Chopin J20 international or national team.
1: You didn't know that?
0: I did not know. And he's oh. a heck of a goaltender, too. I, yes. I, um, he's actually one of the top ranked uh, uh, European goalies going into this this draft, actually.
1: Yes it's I, pretty yeah,
0: cool I, I did not know that that is pretty cool <clears throat> but yeah so lots of movement going on in uh, you should the actually mention his name is Hugo Hugo
1: yeah Hugo heavily yeah um, uh, oh uh, mama yeah They've extended Joe Kim Ryan uh, with another two years. Uh, he had a decent season, his first season in the SHL. Uh, he had 31 points uh, in the regular season. I think he played very well. He liked the whole team. He kind of had his, had his ups and downs, but it's uh he's been solid. I, I've kind of enjoyed watching him play. Um, so another two years with the American-born Swede or Swedish American, I guess. Um, and also they've extended Marcus Larsson. Uh, no surprises there, really.
0: No, yeah, that not really them. surprising. Uh, another six
1: extended, Noel Gunler.
0: Yeah, uh, well, no, because Noel Gunler got offered uh, oh, an yeah. NHL contract. Sorry.
1: My bad, I, so, I looked at the wrong. Uh, will
0: be trying out for is it Carolina? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, and then Timro uh, parting ways with longtime general manager Kent Norberg, uh, who's been the general manager of the team for ages and ages. Uh, he announced he will be heading to H three seventy one.
1: Yes, and this is because Kent Norberg did his time in Fralunda and it wasn't really a success. Kent Norberg is a magician when it comes to working with Timro, with the small, you know, smaller budget, finding his. His players. Uh, and when he came to Ferlunda, I think it became, you know, too much of everything. It was like releasing a kid in a candy store. I think this is a better fit. I, th- I know a lot of people have been, I see on Twitter, that, you know, people are raising their doubts if this would be, could turn out to be the same thing as when he uh, joined Ferlunda. I'm not sure. I think this is quite a nice move by HV71. I'm I'm really interested in seeing where it all ends up. And like I said, if HV71 gets promoted, Norberg with his uh, already set network internationally, that's something to look out for.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely uh, probably a a positive move for, for HV71. That's for sure.
1: Most likely, yeah. Because HV71, we should remember, they did some... They made some uh, thorough or and thought-through moves by the deadline, getting, I, honestly, SHL-quality players to the Hockey al roster in in uh, Tyler Kelleher, and who did they sign more? I'm not sure, but to Taylor be Mets? fair, m- no.
0: most of this season they've had an almost SHL-quality team because not a lot of players yes. left after last season. They basically all said to each other, hey, let's play one season in Al-Svenskan and get back to the big league.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see where HV ter- HV71 kind of goes from here. They need to go through Karlskoga in the semifinals of the Hockey Elsenskam playoffs, and they also need to win the finals, obviously. But, yeah, exciting times in Jönköping, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, um, and I mean, they obviously uh, had an easy kind of series against VIK. Uh, they won 4-1 in that series. And then, like you said, they've got to get through Karlskoga. But I have no doubt we're gonna be seeing them in the final. however, in the final, they're going to come up against either Moto or Bjorkloven, who both those teams I think could give them a run for their money.
1: Yeah, it's not an easy feat, not in, uh either one of those teams, but also, i would I wouldn't be surprised if both these kind of go their the distance, so I think it's a matter of of kinda of, how do you say? licking your wounds after the semifinals, the team who kind of does it best uh, will be the winner because uh, it will be a battle from here on. Here oh, wow. out. Um, Absolutely. We were kind of talking, me and a couple of friends, about the, the HV71 Kalskuga series uh, just the other day and someone mentioned to me that, yeah, Kalskuga, they're a great team and they can, uh, they can kind of work you down, if you will. And sure, this is the playoffs, but HV71 won three out of four games in the regular season with a combined score of 18 to eight. Um, that That's crazy. doesn't take away from the, yeah, that doesn't take away from the fact that this is the playoffs and you know, regular season is regular season, but it says something, doesn't it? Oh yeah. absolutely. So we'll see what what, what happens here. I'm, I am not too sure about the, uh, uh, you know, injury status of players and stuff like that, but it should be a good series. It really would.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. It should be
1: and the battle of the North and Moto versus Purekam. Holy shit, that will be a, <laughs> a meat grinder, I guess.
0: Yeah, it would be. It would be kind of cool to see Moto back in the SHL, though, because I mean, there's such there's such a pedigree and a history of of great players uh, from from that team that uh, it would be interesting to see them back in the big league.
1: They're fans are boring. <laughs>
0: What, How, like, what, do they just sit in their chair and, you know, No, go- they're golf, so- golf
1: clap? Well, no, actually, no, but they're, if there's, yes, the hometown crowd should do anything in their path to kind of make your team win, but at the same time, it's like they want to use different rule books for, for their team and their opponent.
0: Well, I mean, that's, that describes every fan base of any professional sports no. team ever.
1: Well, yes, but they do it at a level that is beyond me and it disturbs the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, so, I think- uh, So we've just lost every listener in Uncle Speak for the entire future, but they know it. Uh, and uh, yeah
0: I, w- I would like to put my opinion out there and say that your garden fans
1: are very similar in that respect as well that's true if you want to p- complain anything about what i just say turn to at ashbot on-, on twitter and just <laughs> leave me out of it
0: if you want to complain about anything said on this show don't because we don't care
1: <laughs> fair enough <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, uh, yeah, like, uh, obviously, I've never really followed uh, Al Spenskin all that closely, but with, uh, you know, HV71 uh, in, in uh, the playoffs, I've actually been, you know, following along with what they've been doing this this postseason. So it's yeah. uh, kind of interesting to see how that's going to work out because obviously HV71 has put all of their, you know, all of their uh, money into getting back into the SHL uh, next season, which I'm, I'm sure is is a very real possibility, but they still have a couple of tough, uh, tough series ahead of them if they hope to do that.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, they haven't put all of their money into it. They they've made balanced calculations in their uh, financial status uh, and signed players they do afford. So if they are to miss out, they they're not putting anything into jeopardy, which is a smart move. Fair enough. So we'll see how that unfolds. But yeah, um, do we have anything else to kind of cover? I'm not, not really. Sure. We could just uh, well tonight. Road we- has extended Tony soon. I didn't know. Yes. That.
0: That's yeah, that's about it. But uh, tonight we've got game four for both Lulio Orebro and Oscar Um, and both Lulio and Rogla obviously can take a bit of a stranglehold on those series with the win with a win tonight. But if we come away with a win from Oscar Schamroglu, those those series would be tied at two games apiece. I'm like I said, I'm rooting for Oscar Sham to get at least one more win. Yeah, even though you, you might funny. might not believe they can do it.
1: No, I... The thing that kind of stands out to me is that Rogler most likely will play without Adam, Adam Tambellini and Leon Breeze. Yeah, that's
0: that, that's a those are two big blows for Rogla.
1: But both Daniel Saar and uh, Brady Ferguson, I think. Not that Brady Ferguson is the you know Alexander Ovechkin of Rogler, but but I think both of them are in the double digits in terms of shots on goal and still without a goal. Uh, I'm I'll, I'm looking it up right now. I, I did this this I just did that this morning. But I'm give me a second because there's something bound to happen there. I think. Um,
0: and then uh, almost just while you're doing that, uh, Thursday is uh, Stad, you and Lakers for London. and obviously for Lunda looking to close out the series with the uh, series sweep against the defending champs.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's true. I'm working that game. So Daniel Sär has eight shots on goal, no goal. Uh, William Wallander has nine. Without a goal, and Brady Ferguson has nine without a goal. So there's something bound to happen there. I think.
0: Yeah, and something's gonna break.
1: Already, yeah, I think so too. And we've got Anton Bangson, uh, who's been playing really well. I, his season, I think he's this season. Uh, who was the guy who scored 25 goals? Simon Rifos, last season. Oh yeah. I think the the breakout season this season is Anton Bangson, and he just doesn't get enough praise for it because he's 28 years old and kind of. He probably won't be going anywhere, but he's had a hell of a season. Yeah, and absolutely. <clears throat> some of the goals he scored, the deflection in the first game, I think against against the uh, Oscarsson, Jesus. And yeah, he's had twenty goals to his name. So yeah, by far his best season in the SHL. Uh, there's something about yeah, something will break, and I think it's the def- it's the uh, defense of Oscarsson. Sorry guys, I really do. <laughs> And if they can get either Bre- breasted or Tambolini into the game, I'm not sure about the, the, the possibilities, but yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, that just about covers everything we wanted to talk about. Uh, sorry it took so long to get another episode out, but sometimes, you know, life gets in the way. Busyness, sick kids, apparently, buying houses, apparently. So it's mostly Sixten's yeah. fault, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Thank you. Just to, <laughs> before we thank our patrons and all that, uh, Rugla has scored at uh thirty-five, uh, thirty-seven point five percent on on their power plays, and Fairstad are still without a goal on the power play in the playoffs. Oh
0: wow! Yes. Stad managed to win two games against Tolefjord without scoring on the power play. That's pretty impressive, actually.
1: Yeah, they yeah. That is true. Uh, but, uh still without two. Uh, Leftio and Lulio are, are the only two teams with a perfect penalty kill so far. Interesting. Yes, well, there you go. And but... the worst penalty kill of this playoffs, Oscar Sam. Case closed.
0: What's it? Say? Oh, penalty
1: 62 mm, percent, 66.67. That's they close. let in five goals in 15 attempts. Damn, they've played six games, though. We should keep in mind.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. But, okay. Uh,
1: yeah, let's thank our patrons before we get going. We should, yeah. And I'm all, almost at the list because uh, the site didn't refresh. Henrik, Eric, Adam, Darlene and Tom, Linus, Andreas, Tobias and Anton, thank you so much for uh, sponsoring this uh, irregular plucky little podcast. And if you wish to do so, please visit patreon.com slash across the pond pod. Um, I don't think I, I have anything else to add no me neither
0: cool thanks very much guys for listening as always stay safe wash your hands and
1: support your local business
0: absolutely thanks for listening guys and uh, hopefully it won't be another two weeks before we get another episode out so uh keep uh keep it rushing might it might be who knows but uh i'm going for... to collect next week <laughs> <laughs> oh well there you go see six cents fault again damn it uh thanks for listening guys we'll talk later
1: see ya